0: You're listening to The Sower's Almanac, the church-planting podcast of Ransom City Church. For more media content, visit RansomCityChurch.org.
1: Welcome to The Sower's Almanac. I'm Seth. I'm Chris. And with us is Aaron, who is going to be a major part of this episode. Hi. (laughs) Aaron just waved at the microphone. (laughs) I
0: wave at the microphone a lot.
1: Yeah, it happens. So, here's what this episode is going to be. Um, Aaron is, uh for one, a good dear friend of ours, um, but for two, a really important guy in kind of the story of our church and, and has really made a huge difference, both him and his wife Karina, uh, since becoming part of our church, and here's why. Um, they were before this at uh, Eastside Baptist Church, which we've talked about many times on our podcast before, uh, which is a church in Arkansas that decided to partner with us. Um, so we've talked about the importance of partner churches, um, even besides Ascending Church, just other churches that get on board. And Eastside was one of those churches. Well, we went down uh, to kind of cast vision uh, at at Eastside for how they can be a help in their partnership with us, and met Aaron, and, you know, fast forward a little bit, and we'll tell this story, but um, Aaron and Karina moved up here to be a part of Ransom City uh, to help out at our church plant, to join our church, join our church family, and labor alongside of us uh, in our city. And so, like, for one, we want to speak to the reality that we've talked about before, like... Yeah, I think in one of our recent episodes, we talked about, while talking about support raising, uh, the idea of not only raising financial support, but laying out a vision uh, for people. Hey, we, we could really use your help if you want to move and join our church and labor alongside of us. And some people do do that. Um, and Aaron and Karina did exactly that. And so I wanted to kind of speak to that story so you guys can hear. It's worth asking. Um, for one, and for two, uh, just how important those people are. Like, since Aaron and Karina came, they've been hugely valuable to us. Um, Aaron has taken a lot of uh, work off of my plate that he's done a great job at, uh, namely the podcast, which we've talked about before. Aaron's now our editor and does a great job. Um, and that's just one of many things that Aaron has, has picked up and done. Karina, same thing. She's part of our worship team. She's part of our children's ministry. You know, both of them are hugely valuable. And so... Uh, wanted to speak to that so you guys hear that story and uh, wanted to ask Aaron uh, to share his story and his side of things because uh, God really spoke to you guys to get you guys to be here. Yeah, it's so kind of quite a story So I'm just gonna hand it off to you. You want to tell the story like how from your vantage
0: point? What did at? it look like from the beginning <laughs> for
1: your meeting like Jackie and I and then getting involved with Ransom
0: City? Well, yeah. Uh, well, I worked at Eastside Baptist Church uh, for a couple of years, and uh, I was the head custodian there, and uh, and so it was just really connected with the church. And I had already intended to, uh, to move up to the Chicago area with my wife after I finished my bachelor's degree, which actually ended up just happening a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but we were hoping to move up here so that I could... Uh, go to seminary and since we were already planning on moving up here and East Side was already partnering uh with Ransom City Church we were like okay well we should probably meet the church planter in Chicago and so we we met up with with Seth and Jackie and uh just kind of in in the middle like just kind of in the midst of of that meeting with them uh just kind of talking uh talking about Just what they were doing here in Evanston And uh, what the needs were here It just became more and more apparent Just as the conversation was going on That uh, that that was indeed where the Lord was calling us uh, Which kind of led to the next thing of like Oh, wait, that actually means we're moving to Evanston And that also means like I'm not heading to be a pastor right now And uh, and, and so the Lord really just... uh, quite clearly called us up here uh to to just be assistance uh, to to be of assistance here at Ransom City Church. Yeah.
2: And you guys have really felt like uh like we we pulled up the the war radio and said like god just anybody please send <laughs> yeah. reinforcements and yeah. um you know, you guys have just been so encouraging and probably some of the highest quality people to have ever plugged into our church. Because um, you guys just immediately were like, we want to be members, we want to plug in, we want to help, how can we serve? Right. We'll Even serve if, where you want right, to serve. Not, right, not this is how attitude. I'm gifted and this is how I want to serve, but just what needs to get done was your attitude. And so that was just incredibly Huge. refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, any of you guys listening that are having, you know, you're in the middle of church planting or just church ministry, you know how rare that is to have anyone go, how can I help? I just want to help. you name. And yeah. not complain. Yeah. Um, so... Very cool.
1: It's very cool. I was going to ask too from your uh, your experience, like what because you're talking about feeling very clearly called by God to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, what what drew you to that conclusion? Like what well, what made it obvious that that God was calling you to be a part of ransom city? And,
0: and I mean, you and I've kind of talked about this before, where it's just like it, I'm beginning to believe less and less mm-hmm. in this idea of. Like oh the calling is like you know some kind of a un- an intangible thing that no no it's uh, like I'm I'm starting to believe more and more firmly that it's just the calling is hey here's a need here's somewhere where you can plug in and and be helpful uh, to promote and advance the kingdom of God mm. in, in in a particular area and so I mean the 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 calling of the need. Uh, Was there and and I mean honestly Like it it was just like Okay we're already heading in this direction Anyway ironically I didn't end up even going To that seminary I'm no longer planning on going To that (laughs) seminary Which is kind of hilarious Uh, It just seems like the Lord kind of Pulled a Jehovah sneaky on me
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah using that to prompt You to originally think about coming to this area But then the plans changed Yeah yeah. Um, so what, with that, like, what were the particular, when you're talking about, like, the needs of the thing that prompts you, what were the particular things? Because honestly, I don't even remember all that right. I shared with you. And I mean, so. I,
0: I don't remember all of it completely clearly. Which <laughs> what stuck I, out, yeah. Right. I just remember, like, there was basically just this whole thing of, like, hey, we, we really just need an, ec- like, extra hands uh you know just you were talking about like the all all of like the just the the work involved in it like even just physically uh getting uh getting everything set up and torn down on sunday mornings mm-hmm. and um you know just really uh helping to accomplish some of the things that uh that that i don't know that the pastors Shouldn't have to do. I mean, you didn't you didn't order it at all like that, but you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, just kind of <clears throat> just getting things yeah, off of his plate. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Right. Stuff that I'm I'm willing to do. Right. Like, when you have fifty thousand things going on, just, just having people to plug into yeah, those things that right. somebody else could do. That's
0: all it is. Yeah. Right. And I mean, just that. That being said, in that conversation was like, okay, well, it, it seems like that's that's a good match. And then I mean. I mean, even just from a from a human standpoint, it was like uh, Karina and I were, were talking to you and Jackie, and we connected with you guys really, really well. And so mm-hmm. it was just I remember from that, yeah. from that perspective, it was like, okay, well, that's cool. And then even theologically, uh, well, never mind. Actually, theologically, <laughs> yeah. I was not the same. Well, no, tell yeah. that story because uh, that's an interesting. I was going to say I, I want you to talk a little bit about that if you can. <laughs> yeah. Just um, at that time, uh, I was. Okay, my my whole background is like charismatic charismania. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um that that was kind of where I considered myself to be at home. And Which uh, is not what Eastside is. No, no, so that's, that's not about what Eastside is. <laughs> that that that's a separate story in and of itself. Yeah. But the Lord brought us to Eastside uh out of a out of a pretty charismatic church. Uh and well I was probably the most charismatic person at that church anyway. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> The whole time that I was at Eastside I, I was kind of, I don't know, theologically speaking Kicking against the goads uh, Like I did not want to submit to the ideas Of uh, of Baptistic theology overall uh, And like, you know No, you're not going to stick me into your Theology boxes uh, Whatever that might mean And then <laughs> uh, And then it got even more intense when I met you Because uh, You know, the conversation came up like uh, I don't know something about Calvinism, and, yeah. uh, and you I'm just like, straight up asked. me Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, yeah, you I were the one that prompted you. it. Yeah. I don't remember that particular part. I remember asking about continuism but anyway, it was at uh, <laughs> there was like
1: a block party. Yeah, it was a East block side was party. Doing, yeah, and that's when you asked me. That's what I remember. Yeah,
0: and so uh, you mentioned uh, you, like, well, I guess I mentioned uh, Calvinism. <laughs> I must ask the question. And then you were saying, like, yeah, we're definitely Calvinists. Mm-mm. And I'm like, oh, that means you believe in limited atonement? <laughs> and uh, yes. he directed me, <laughs> he directed me to, a, to a John Piper teaching on, mm-hmm. on, the, on the subject, and uh, I, I listened to some of that, and uh, he was talking about, like, you know, the two wills of God and, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, ironically, uh, looking back on it now, Uh, just particular redemption has kind of become like the thing where it's like that's kind of the most clear of them <laughs> uh, yeah. Well,
2: and, yeah. and that's a much yeah. more helpful way to say it. Particularly, yeah, redemption is incredibly term. helpful yeah. versus limited atonement. Like Jesus's <laughs> yeah. atonement was very limited. Yeah. It's like that's I, just—I don't favor that. Term. Usually, yeah. turns people off. But anyway, right, continue. I remember the very first thing yeah.
0: that Piper said was like, "Both Calvinists and Arminians limit the atonement in their just theology, whether, yeah. whether depth or breadth." Yeah, uh, it's it's limited one way or the other. So you just got to figure out which way is, was it limited, or right. else is it universalism? Right, Clearly, not. which it's not. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, just kind of yeah, theologically, where I've kind of come around is like, uh, like I, I, I see limit in limited atonement. Uh, rather, I see with with an unlimited atonement, uh, with with a universal atonement. I don't see how how you can logically get out of universalism so yeah yeah so that was the
1: original I, I, yeah I remember having that conversation where you were asking about Calvinism so I remember I said something to the tune of we were talking about it and you were like yeah I don't I don't know about that whole thing and I'm not not down with limited atonement I said mm-hmm. something to the tune of yeah we'll see we'll give it time <laughs> <laughs> I said like yeah we'll, we'll keep talking about that I remember that it was pretty funny. And then yeah You were asking about um, Spiritual gifts You asked my position mm-hmm. on that And You talked about being A continuationist And yeah. no I do not Subscribe to cessationism So we had a good <laughs> conversation About that And I think that kind of Furthered
2: Furthered things too Yeah It's certainly not a hill We're gonna die on But like As we read right. the bible It seems to say that Spiritual gifts Yeah Weren't just for a yeah. time But that We subscribe God. to it strongly It's not Yeah, yeah. We're not gonna go yeah. to war With everyone about it But
1: Yeah I think it's there well, I think it's a really yeah. Important issue mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember that being a part of the conversation. And so, like, what from there? Because I remember like we met, um, we had a lot of good conversations. What happened on your end after that? Because I don't like my right. experience is like I'm off camera now. Like, what happened after we left? Like, what conversations took place?
0: Well, I mean, uh, it, for a couple of weeks, uh, Karina and I just kind of we we just completely kept it quiet. We didn't. We wanted to make sure that we weren't just going to kind of try and. Like hype ourselves into something Like oh yeah Ransom City Church And then like we'd end up getting here And be like oh no mm-hmm. um, So we just sat on it For two weeks and we just kind of prayed Prayed, prayed about it and, mm-hmm. um, We were just kind of waiting uh, Just to make sure that the hype wasn't going to wear off And yeah. we weren't going to follow through with it That's wise uh, And so then after a couple of weeks We, we talked to Sarah the missions director At Eastside um and uh had lunch with her uh just to kinda like talk about uh okay what might this look like for us to be uh not not to just come out here uh to ransom city church but that as an extension of the partnership between uh between Eastside Baptist Church and Ransom City Church and mm-hmm. uh uh like from there uh there were, you know, some meetings with the missions committee, and uh, just talks about kind of what what will that look like, uh, as far as uh, you know, just like in what ways will uh, will will the church Eastside that is, uh, in what ways will they support us, uh, you know, uh, whether it's through prayer, finances, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of hammering out some of those details, uh, and then I mean, it just kind of ended with us uh, with us being sent off uh like having the 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 actually the whole church came and prayed for us uh, at the end of one of the services, at the end of December, right before we moved up here, mm-hmm. and uh, loaded up a moving van and uh, moved here in January to Chicago.
2: Idea. A terrible idea! Great idea! Terrible idea! But we did it. Even we worse. Did the same thing. We yeah. came on February first a couple of years ago, and it, it was, was the coldest, coldest day of, of the year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really fantastically <laughs> horrible. Like You're, I remember when you moved it was really painful. It was, was it, it was snowing. No, it was, I think it right? wasn't snowing. It was, was raining. Rain. Oh, that's oh, yeah. It was or raining. Rain. It was <laughs> like you freezing rain. rain, essentially. <laughs> yeah. It so was you had a whole <laughs> different like
1: bag of awful. Like it was just like a different variety of awful. But yeah. Um, so well, part of your story that I wanted to highlight uh, was how important Eastside was in this whole process. Because mm-hmm. not only did this start with their partnership with us, like without their partnership with our church, this never would happen. Right. You would never be a part of Ransom City. So it starts there, but then it continues. Because not only did they partner with us, they were encouraging people the entire Mm -hmm. time to move. Like, that was like an active vision that Eastside kept pitching. So, yeah, they they put forward, you know, not only be ready to be, you know, generous to support Ransom City as a church plant, um, also be ready to do so with your hands and feet, whether, you know, we take trips out there and help out on stuff, but also consider moving. Like, they talked about that a lot. I know Sarah talked about that a
0: lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it... it like the the idea of like just really, like really plugging in with with Ransom City Church uh, didn't hadn't hadn't even really occurred to either Karina or myself uh, mm-hmm. until until that meeting uh, with okay. you and then uh, and then a couple of nights later uh, or maybe it was the next night we had like a Q and A session yeah uh, uh, with remember, you and yeah. the and the other church planter for the for the other church that, mm-hmm. that uh, Eastside is partnering with and uh, basically. Uh, <laughs> you uh w- when the question came up like okay what can we do as a church to to be of, uh, of of help for you uh to to you and uh you were the first person to answer you were like all right I'm just gonna go for the big one really we need some people uh to to just commit to to moving out here and so i mean really the the if not for the boldness of that request mm. uh I don't, like, it, it may or may not have occurred to us to, to, to actually come out here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so, I mean, it, kind of putting that in terms for, for anyone who may be listening, like, be bold and be willing to, to basically make your requests known, uh, you know, not not only to, to God in private, uh, but if, if you're blessed enough to have, like, churches that you're partnering with, just be bold and, and, and tell them exactly what it is that you need, whether it's right. you know Sunday school material or people,
2: right? You know, because right. right. the last thing that y- you know you want to do is say no for them. We've talked about that yeah. before, we, I think, in our support raising yeah podcast. But just the idea of like, oh well, they won't the like yeah. just just say it. Like, we need ten thousand dollars. We need five people from your church to move. Right. We need whatever the thing is. You know, right. just whatever you know, whatever it is you actually need. Say it and be like, I understand if you can't do everything, exactly. but this is what we need. Genuinely, right. how much can you do? You right. know, and, well, in the
1: worst case scenario is that what they say no. Right, <laughs> right. It's like okay, like, and it, right. as long as you're casing it in uh humility, understanding, yes, I am asking for the moon right now, and yeah. I still love you if you can't do it. You know, we're right. fine. What I'm, you're asking, and so I'm telling. You know, you're asking <laughs> how to be a part of this, and yeah but I no I agree with you Aaron it's not going to hurt to ask yeah. um, lay it on the table and see what happens because you guys were a prime example of that mm-hmm. um, but yeah I wanted to highlight East Side was active like proactive and yeah. encouraging people to move like that is pretty like pretty big pretty bold um, and I haven't heard of a lot of that happening I'm not saying it doesn't happen but it, man that that was pretty awesome to just, just up and encourage people hey if God's calling you to go somewhere for the kingdom for the advance of the gospel do it you know? right. um, I think that's pretty awesome. And then when you guys had made the decision you were gonna go, they kept encouraging this process yeah. and saying, How can we get on board and help? Like the thing I, I wanna stress is like they, they didn't at any point fight to like hang on to you guys. Right. Like which they
2: it's not always true. Which like, is some churches like, really
1: fight to keep people from they do. leaving I see that happen. Yeah. Um and and that's one thing like I think we gotta be careful about as pastors is is not doing that. Proactively being careful mm-hmm to you know you can say listen we love you guys and i'd love to hang on to you guys um right. but if god is calling somebody elsewhere for good and godly reasons don't guilt trip people don't you know selfishly fight to hang on to people that right. god's calling elsewhere right. for good reasons um and east side was a great model in that like mm-hmm. they were like no we've been encouraging people to do this the whole time how can we help and they've been yeah. so helpful um so yeah um so then from there, so you talked to Sarah, made the decision you guys were going to move, packed up a moving van, moved in the middle of uh, January. Yeah. How was the first, uh, speak to the adjustment like the first few months of you guys living <laughs> here because I, I think that's an important part of the story.
0: Oh, goodness, okay. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a, a big adjustment. Uh, I mean, I'm originally from the Chicago area, so I mean, culturally speaking, it, it kind of brought me right back to home. Uh, you know, and, and yeah, but for Karina, she she lived in Arkansas for the last ten years of her life, uh, and so to come up here, uh, it was like, wait, why is everyone so mean? Why is everyone looking at <laughs> yeah. me mean? Why is Welcome everyone to talking to me mean? Uh, not not people in our church, but just like people, you know, just yeah. human beings. A little rougher on the edges right here. <laughs> And uh, so, I mean, just culturally speaking, like, it was, like, it was quite the adjustment. Uh, It was fairly easy for us to adjust to to city life. Uh, I mean, but, I mean, at times it really was, like, okay, we, it's, everything's way too fast right now. Uh, Can we, like, slow down for five minutes, please? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so, I mean... There, there, was definitely some, uh, some, some adjustment there mm-hmm. uh, that that had to take place. Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> but I mean, the weather was also a big thing. I mean, you know, just all the all the normal things that come with a move. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, in our case, on top of it, we didn't have jobs yet when we got here. Like, uh, we, yeah, we had nothing at that at that point. We we had an apartment. Uh, God. Somehow gave us an apartment uh, mm-hmm. without a perfect guarantee of hey all our bills are going to be paid but uh, somehow they let us rent an apartment mm. um, but uh, yeah so I mean within two weeks we both we both had secured jobs uh, which is great so, yeah yeah
2: that's been one way God's really provided is like pretty much everybody who's moved here to help like had a job with within less than a month I'd say yeah. No, not, like, great jobs necessarily, not right. like dream jobs, like but, like, in the but door like income that gets you here, yeah. you know. Um, so just as an encouragement, if you're listening to this and thinking, man, you know, I'm thinking about moving, I'm thinking about going to this church plan. I'm thinking about this, it's like, God will provide. He right. he just does. Right. He does that. Well, I
1: think the, the thing I want to uh, encourage you, Aaron, and I wanted to speak for you on this, but I think one of the helpful things like you've had this attitude as well as like the original core members that moved out here had this attitude that we're looking for jobs. Like they had to leave their current jobs and get mm-hmm. new ones, uh, which was the job is what I'm going to do to pay the bills. But yeah. What God's really calling me to do here is be a part of this church plant. And that's my primary calling here. And so mm-hmm. whether I got to, you know, in your case, you work for, you work in you know the food industry, right. whether I got to do that, we've got a lot of people working retail, um, on our team, like it's like whatever. Like I think everybody's kind of had the attitude of, "I'll do whatever I got to do to do the greater thing that God's called me to do, which is be a part of this um, for the sake of making right. disciples."
0: And that that was definitely something that I struggled with for for a period of time because when we lived in Arkansas, we were, we were very comfortable. The cost of mm-hmm. living there is like super low. Uh, How much were you paying for your apartment? <laughs> yeah, why don't you share that? Okay. And I want to weep when I hear that word. <laughs> We were paying $435 a month for uh, rent on a two-bedroom apartment. Oh, my
1: gosh. It hurts every time. It's so weird. Um, I don't know how it's 35 435
0: for two bedrooms. 435 for two bedrooms. And now we're paying 1100 for a two-bedroom. Yep. Which is actually a pretty good that's deal pretty for, good for, exactly right. for That's pretty good for a two-bedroom. So yeah. it more really wonderful, yeah. We're paying about
1: 1100 just shy of that for a one-bedroom. We're, gonna we're one right paying 1065 yeah. right now for a one-bedroom. So anyway, if you're ever complaining about rent and you live... Pretty much anywhere else but here. (laughs) Or Manhattan. Yeah, Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here or New York. um, L.A. L.A. might probably be pretty high. Uh, Sheesh, it's so crazy. So yeah, that's quite an adjustment. More than double. Almost triple. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. But boy, the
0: Lord has just been so kind to us throughout this this entire process. Um, I mean, just uh, like our moving expenses uh, ended up being actually exactly covered like pretty much down to the dollar um from like East side took up a love offering for us uh just to kind of help offset the cost of actually physically moving uh and we figured out that between the actual cost of moving up here and uh the cost of us being out of work for 2 weeks with no pay hmm. um like between all of that uh, it ended up like we ended up exactly where we started at before that offering and so i mean god was just so kind to us uh and i mean just uh, his provision for us for you know paying our bills and uh you know actually i don't know being able to 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 enjoy the culture around us and actually be able to invest in other people around us uh, that's just been such a wonderful blessing mm, yeah that's awesome
1: man what with you coming in because um, you're one of our additions to our team uh post the core team moving here and like I was just curious and we've never really talked about this before but I want to know and I want them to hear it um <laughs> so what you coming in uh to our church that's already kind of been going for a little while what was your experience like what did you see in Ransom City as a church coming in like what did you notice about our church and Positive, negative, whatever <laughs> Feel free
0: Well, I mean uh, In a positive sense The very first thing That, that, that we noticed Was uh, Just that that We were immediately Like Just immediately From literally The moment that we got here Y'all were helping us uh, un, Unload our van In the rain um, That was a day Yeah, that was That <laughs> was quite the day Up three stinking Flights of stairs Having to <laughs> Throw away box springs Because they wouldn't They just would go um, yeah, and, and like what you, there, there were like four people from the church, uh, maybe more than that. I don't I mean, even four remember. Four, five, something like that. yeah. Um,
2: yeah I unfortunately, couldn't come. I was working. Right. I would that have, happens. but also well, I'm kind of yeah. glad now. I guess <laughs> you, you should. Yeah, be, I missed out on you should so rain quick. in <laughs> January. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, and, and like I mean, just being welcomed into the community, like within within just a matter of. A week or two like we already really Felt like we were already like a part of uh, a, a part of The church mm-hmm. and we didn't feel Like we were outsiders um, And so that that was That that was wonderful um, I mean I Would say a difficult part has been um, Especially I guess as it, as it pertains to the core team mm-hmm. um, Y'all Have like all these inside Jokes and like all this yeah, stuff that's Like wait what I don't yeah. even what what are they talking about? Okay, it's, yeah. it's something. So there's like it's something else.
1: A decade or more <clears throat> right. worth yeah. of friendship and
2: yeah. yeah. It's something we gotta be more aware of, I yeah, think. Yeah, we try to be careful about that yeah. but uh, it still happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean so so I mean just kinda coming in on that I was like, Okay, well I mean, you know, it Yeah, which I mean, in the grand scheme of things, is such a tiny thing. Yeah, Um, but
1: I mean, that's still a challenge, right? And I mean, and something that's good for you guys to hear because if you have a team that has like long-standing friendships. You do got to be proactively right. careful not to make it like an exclusive club that people can't jump in on. Like we right. don't I mean, want
0: that. And and I mean even 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 if even if y'all hadn't known each other for a decade already, I mean you were two years into church planting, there would have been some There's shared of, experience. there, there yeah. better be some <laughs> kind of inside <laughs> jokes by two years in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you know, it's always I guess something to be aware of. It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, how are we including those who? those who aren't around us right who haven't been around us right. and making sure there's penalty. not like two
1: tiers of your church right it's like here's the people that we really <laughs> care about and then these are like you don't want yeah. do to you you, you want to invite everybody in